BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast, guys. Happy Friday. It's time for another advice column, if you will. I'm JC, by the way. And I'm Chelsea. Are you coming and for my are you coming for my job? My intro job? <laughs> Here's the thing. I realized I just barely as I was about to speak, I realized that I always do the outros. So it yeah. does make sense that you do the intros. Yeah. So because I, I always try and keep it like, the same so people know our voices. That's why I think like okay. the main the main benefit of it is if you do the outro, I do the intro, that people know our voices. Mm, okay. Because otherwise it might free they might switch it up. Because I feel like the intro is not more important, but it's like in my head, I'm like, oh, we should switch it up yeah, so yeah, that yeah. the intro is different. Cause the yeah. outro is just kind oh, of like Oh, we can, yeah you know, the same every time, yeah. but I almost just have it memorized now. So it's just so easy, easy to like rolls off the tongue. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like people skip past it. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. We can switch it up. I can yeah. do the outro sometimes. Yeah, we could do whatever. Welcome back. Hope you guys are having a great week. Start to your weekend. TGIF? TJ, Kate. Oh, 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 are you okay? TGIF, everyone. And we will be setting some rumors straight. Yeah. Immediately. I want to address the rumors. I want to talk about the the, the controversy tea. that's going on. I had this event for my That Girl Country Club collection that I did with Just Peachy Club, who our friend Danny owns. And it was such a cute collection. First of all, so real cute. quick, thank you guys for the support, for getting the collection, you know, just hyping me up. Very kind. Love you. Appreciate you guys. We had a little pickleball event just with some friends, like wearing the pieces to celebrate and JC wasn't in any of the photos. And I was like, me and all my besties, like, <laughs> love this. And everyone was like, where is JC? Like, where'd JC go? Why isn't JC? And then you were in one photo and you're like hidden. Canceled. And so I'll let her explain why she wasn't, why she didn't show up for me. <laughs> I was on my deathbed <laughs> with an allergic reaction. I did go to the event, but I was like, basically, I looked You're a real one for actually showing up because I would have probably been like, dude, I'm laying in bed. I was literally an old hag. Like I was in like baggy <laughs> pants and like a big t-shirt. I wore the the top that you guys have the little the like top tank cute with bra. The sweats. With the sweats. Yeah. I wore it with the sweats to support. But that was that even was a labor of love because having tight things on my body was so uncomfortable. So I got this allergic reaction, which one thing about me is I'm an allergy baddie, <laughs> which means I have allergies 24-7. And actually I literally get hives every single day of my life. I'm not joking. If I ever scratch myself, hives appear. It's awesome. So I went to this doctor a while ago and she was like, hmm, like it appears that you're just allergic to pressure. Like if any, AKA anything touching your skin. So clothes, blah, blah, blah. That's why I never wear underwear. I never wear bras. Cause I'm just like, everything hurts my skin. And oh this has literally been my life. That's for the actually past- like living in jail. It really is. And I'm not exaggerating. Like it's hell for me to put on workout clothes in the morning because it just is so uncomfortable. Every like, single morning? Most, yeah. <gasps> because oh my, gosh. my allergy medicine hasn't kicked in yet because I like take allergy meds every morning. Anyway, whatever. But I had like a really bad reaction this past weekend and I was just so like almost like sick because of I was just flushed and like hot. and You looked sunburned. A, I looked sunburned. I had a rash all over me. And that's why I was not in any of the photos. I was not feeling up for it. I didn't want to wear makeup or put anything on my face. I didn't even want to put sunscreen on my skin. So I literally like, that's why I was wearing like (laughs) all these just baggy clothes. Anyway, I'm feeling a lot better now. And I made an appointment. I'm actually going to the doctor tomorrow, hopefully to find some sort of route for something like or of something to help with all my issues. But I also am going to get allergy tested in a few weeks, like do a full-blown like allergy panel with a specialist. 
So we'll see if I get answers. But I'm, I was talking to Beth. I was like, I just wonder if it's almost something else that shows up as it seems like it's allergies. But really, it's like I'm completely making this up. But it's like I have leaky gut or something. Yeah. And it's like that's why I get inflammation in my skin when this happens. I don't know. But I just want to find the root of the problem. So I'm going to this like a more like holistic type of doctor tomorrow who some of our friends have gone to and they like have had really good experiences with him. So I'm going to do that. I'll update you guys in the next episode because we'll we'll be recording for that one the next day after I go to the appointment. So I'll let you guys know if I find anything out. I'm probably not going to see results for a little while no matter what I do, but. At least you got answers. Yeah. So we'll see what that's, what that's all about. It's super annoying to not know what's happening. Yeah. But yeah. That I've is always had ex- hellish. I've always had extremely bad allergies, like to dogs, to dirt, to pollen, like all of that stuff. So I usually take Claritin, but the hives thing started happening like two years ago. Yeah. Which I'm like, what? Do you I think it know. could all be from the mold when you were growing up? Like the mold in, in your house? In my basement like, or yeah. like the weird Does that sump stay? pump stuff? Like I don't you had to do like so. a mold thing? Because I saw someone else like posting about how like mold, like. They got, they didn't know they had mold in their childhood home and it's like made them ha- like really sick. sick. All the, maybe. See, that's what I'm hoping like this doctor will be like, okay, do this cleanse and do this, mm-hmm. or, you know, and like maybe yeah. get stuff out of my system. I don't freaking know. I am willing Sheesh. to try whatever at this point. So yeah, stay tuned for my allergy journey. Fun. Yeah. But the event was fun nonetheless. Yeah. It was fun too. Well, thanks it was for coming such, even though you were on your deathbed. You're welcome. It was such a cute, just like yeah. setup and vibe and yeah. And the was collection fun. was perfect. It was super, super fun. Yeah, it was very fun. Also, my weekend was very exciting because I have to say something and I'm going back. You know, we all have the right to change our mind. And I changed okay. my mind about Apple Watches. About what? Oh, Apple, Apple Watches. Because we have bagged on them before on this podcast, if you remember. Did I we? didn't remember because I usually block out everything we say on the podcast as soon as it's done. But Me too. when I posted today that I got an Apple Watch, everyone was like, oh, going back on your word. I'm like… Like, JC's going to make fun of you because you guys, like, talked about it. And I was like, oh, I don't remember. But I I think we might have said they were chuggy. Probably. <laughs> Which I they kind st- of I are. I still stand by that, to be honest. They kind of are. But is chuggy bad? That's no. what I was going to say. I don't think it's chuggy enough to be like, well, it's literally a smart watch that helps with so many things. Like, am I just like, well, it looks chuggy, so I don't want it. You know, but I see you're not wearing it, which confuses me. No, because I don't want to wear it. First of all, it would, I don't want it to like be going off while I'm recording the podcast. Oh, okay. I don't have it nailed down yet. It's like kind of actually I thought you difficult. had to wear it like 24-7 to get the, or what do you, what did you get it for? So that's what I was going to say. I didn't get it to like just be on my phone even more. The reason I got it was because I wanted to have access to like messages and phone calls at all times. Like if I'm away from case, like literally just from emergencies, I don't have to bring my phone on walks or like if I want to go like on a run or like to mm. a class, I don't have to bring my phone. I can just oh, have my watch. Nice. Yeah. Because I'm like, I know it's like silly, but in the times where even if I'm like in a class, like a class, I can have my phone, but I like, it's an emergency. I know they could just call the place, but for some reason it just gives me more. You yeah. Know? You or if I'm swimming in the ocean or something like, you know, yeah. I'm just always able to be contacted in case of emergency. But also I wanted to track my steps. I wanted to like you have the little like fitness goal things. Uh-huh. And I've just been trying to walk more. Like I want to walk multiple miles a day. So I wanted to kind of track that mm-hmm. a little bit more and do the stand up thing. And it also has like mindfulness apps on there where it has like haptics that go off to help you like breathing for like, I think like a minute in the morning. And then you can mm-hmm. have an alarm go off in the afternoon and it helps you like take some deep breaths, which I like. So I kind of got impulsively. We're at the, we're at the mall and with a couple of friends, like me and our friend Navy and her husband. And we, we walked into the Apple store and I'm like, you know what? I've been thinking about Apple Watch for weeks. You know, like if you've been thinking about something, yeah, like, maybe, you get, maybe you should get it. Mm-hmm. And I rewarded myself and I got it. And I've only nice. had it for a couple of days. And I don't think I'm going to be like wearing it 24-7 because I care too much about what my outfit looks like sometimes where I'm like, no. that's That's the thing is that – and if if you're someone who genuinely doesn't care, then who who cares? Yeah. But it ruins outfits. Yes. It ruins the vibe but of it a doesn't, cute outfit. Here's the thing. It doesn't ruin like an athletic outfit. No. It so goes fine with yeah. an athletic outfit. But yeah. if you are wearing like cute jeans and a top and had an Apple yes. Watch – 
killed the vibe immediately. Oh, immediately no. But especially have, if you like, honestly, if you try to dress it up, it's worse. They put like, yes. the, like, like a rose gold That's band. I'm like, say. it's worse. So I was gonna say, I am just keeping the band that it came on because I'm like, again, I just really want it for working out. And so if I miss, like, also if I go to work, it's not like I'm or or to here or somewhere where I don't want it to ruin my outfit. I'm not taking that many steps where I'm like, I missed thousands of steps. You yeah, know? exactly. Doesn't matter just that like much. for your walks and stuff. Yeah. So I'm actually excited. People were like, wait, there's so many cool things you could do with it. So, you know, I was an app iPad girly. I love my iPad. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm a tech girly now. Chelsea was at, the, at a coffee shop today with me and she's literally, <laughs> she's like putting her face up to her watch like she's on a secret mission. <laughs> literally like, CIA. Please do this. Like, <laughs> We got new intelligence. I'm like, okay, <laughs> go eagle off, has tech landed. Queen. I know. The eagle is in the nest. It is fun though. I wish Nick got one because you could do walkie-talkies. What do you mean? Like if you had oh, one, I could walkie-talkie you. Oh, that is cool. Um, That's healing my inner child. <laughs> I love that for you. But anyways, stay tuned. Stay tuned for the Apple Watch journey. Apple Watch journey. Okay, well, should we get into the advice? Yeah. I'm so ready. You know those <clears throat> da- You know I'm those sweaty moods? and I'm ready. You know those moods where you feel like you're ready to give advice? That's where I'm at right now. Yeah. But I feel like I have this thing where I'm like, well, it's not our dream. Like, we don't own a home yet. So I'm not going to go out of my way to, like, finish, you know, this house and make it everything I want it to be. But recently, I was like, we're going to be here for another year at least. And I just want to stop being annoyed by these little things. Like, I just want to take action and, like, try and— more so finish my house. And so I've been taking more steps. Like I've hung some art on the walls. We hung a mirror up. I got some candles for my dining room table. I got a new basket for blankets. And I've been thrifting a lot of this stuff too, but it literally has like changed my entire mood. I feel like my house feels more like a home. It's more cozy. It's still not complete. And there's still other things I want to do, but it just has made me feel so much better. And I feel like Leif and I are very like, we're always talking about our the home we want to buy and like our dream home. And I'll always pin photos of stuff. And I'm like, you know, it's not the vibe for this house. But basically what I'm trying to say is I get you. And I also am always like, oh, but I'll do that when I have a home. And now I'm just trying to do it now and like make this house have, you know, its furthest potential and be everything I want it to be. And it does make me feel like happier and like I'm in a more cozy space. So I feel like even basically your, your effort is not for nothing. Like, exactly. it, you know, if it feels like, oh, I can't be healthy right now. Cause like, I don't have a cute aesthetic kitchen to like make my morning smoothies. It's like, just start making the morning smoothies yeah. and you'll be proud of yourself that you're doing something for you and that you're trying to be healthier. It doesn't matter what the space looks like. You know what I'm trying to say? Yes. I don't know. I feel you. I think I talked about this I went on Danny's for Just Peachy Club's podcast to talk about like our collection, That Girl, and like what That Girl meant to me because it was a TikTok trend, all these things. And I was talking about how when I first saw that trend, it was when I was like nine months pregnant and I kept, if there's one thing that I am, it's a planner and maybe not always execute on those plans, but it's like a way for me to almost procrastinate is planning things. Like, well, I'll do this one. And I love to like write down in my notes. And like you said, like pin stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm planning for this. I'm planning for this. And it gets me all excited, but then I don't even do what I plan for. I just like plan for the next thing. So I'm constantly planning. And I think there's no like execution. Yeah. It's not, you're not even enjoying the fruits of the planning. Exactly. So I was like, oh, this is how I'm going to be that girl after I give birth. Cause I obviously can't be that girl now because I'm pregnant. But the point was of even the whole collection was like, you are that girl already. And if you believe that you are that girl, you will act accordingly. And I feel like specifically in like health and wellness, I just started to feel like, okay, when I'm this, you know, many months postpartum or when I can do, when I'm finally sleeping through the night, I'll do this. Or when (laughs) me and Case, if Case sleeps through the night, I'll sleep through the night as well. But certain things where I'm like, I'll do it and then I'll have it. Like I kept coming with excuses, but it's like you said, just doing one thing at a time. You don't have to worry about doing all of it, but be like, okay, I'll be able to live healthier once I move into my new house. Okay, what do I want to do when I move into my new house? Okay, I want to have a good morning routine. Why don't I just start waking up at the same time every single day? Yeah. Right now. And then I can add. Yeah, then I can add on to that. And that's what I've been trying to do. And I feel like it's made such a difference. Like I've just felt so much better because I've just tried to do small things. I'm not trying to go overboard, which, you know, can be almost worse. 
just like, okay, I'm going to try and get up at the same time every day. I'm going to try and, you know, before I go to bed, journal a little bit, whatever it is. And I think it helps you just be way more present and enjoying your season of life that you're in. And also I think it's put in perspective, like having case and knowing that this season of his life will never happen again. Like he will never be a baby again Mm -hmm. after he's done. And so it makes me think like, yeah, I'll never be 27 again. I'll never be, you know, living in an apartment with a new baby again. Like, so you just want to make every moment special. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Want to make every moment count. I mean, sorry to harp on this more, but I feel like I can relate in the infertility way where it's like, I'm just like waiting to get pregnant to do stuff. And then that's this whole year for me has been about not doing that anymore because I put so much on hold last year and I feel like it was literally the worst year of my life Mm -hmm. because I was just like, when I get pregnant, I'll do this. Okay. Now when, and granted I had a right, I guess, to like hope for that and wish for that because I was like putting in work and doing the fertility treatments and stuff. But probably like three months after all that happened, I was like, had like a serious conversation with myself. And I was like, I I don't want to say like, I will do that when I'm pregnant or Mm -hmm. I will do I just want to live my dream life now because like you said, I'll never be 27 again. Like I'm the youngest I'll ever be right now. And I'm kind of at my peak in a lot of ways. Like I'm, you know, healthy and all this stuff. So it's like, what am I doing? Like sitting around, not doing the things I want to do because I'm waiting for a specific thing. I'd rather live my life to the fullest. And then when it happens, great. It can add, you know, so much more joy to my life. And then you look back on times and you're so nostalgic. Like, yes, I'll be like, oh, remember we lived here and it was so fun. We just did this and this. But then I'm like, wait, I was waiting for this time in my life at that point. Exactly. Grass is always greener. So true. Except for it's not. It's an illusion. It's a hallucination. You guys, if you've been following me on Instagram for a while, you might remember that I went on the BFB hair trip with Amber, Tessa. We took a lot of epic hair photos and those photos to date are some of my most viral photos like on Pinterest and stuff and um anyway we we took pictures of us wearing BFB hair extensions and had lots of like fun braids and all this stuff and we just love BFB hair so much they have amazing clip-in hair extension products and they actually just launched seven new dimensional shades So now more than ever, there's a perfect shade for you. They're available in all the clip and hair extension products like the classic for length, fill-ins for volume, and up for all your updos. These shades have been in the works for over a year and a half. The team listened to customer feedback to offer shades that were needed, and all 28 shades are shoppable today. They also come with like a little sample that you can try with your hair color before you open and like it's non-returnable, which is really helpful and really great. I actually just sent my mom some because she had like a little bit of hair loss, whether it was from like having COVID or whatever. She was kind of freaking out. She was like, okay, this is like, I feel like as a woman, you're just, your hair is precious to you sometimes. So I sent her some BFB hair, like the fill-ins. And my dad is a hair, like a, I was going to say a hair cutter or like a barber or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she put them in and he cut them to like match her short hair. And they're really cute. And they make them just look so thick. Mm-hmm. And she loved them. It like made her whole day. So I've been using BFB hair for like any photo shoot you see of me. You can you can bet your bottom <laughs> dollar I've got BFB hair in. And everyone's like, what is your hair growing secrets? I'm like, BFB hair. It mm-hmm. is not my hair, unfortunately. I have the fill-ins and I also have like the classic, the full set. And every time I've changed my hair color and I've got new fill-ins or a full set, they match so well. They're just the best extensions. So you can follow them on Instagram for tutorials, hair hacks, and inspiration at BFB hair. Our listeners get 15% off all hair products using code what we said 15 at checkout. They rarely have discount codes or sales. So this is an exclusive discount for you. You're going to want to take advantage of this. That's what we said 15 for 15% off at checkout. Enjoy your new hair. Back to school is around the corner. I don't mean to stress you guys out, okay? Because summer will live on in our hearts forever. But if you haven't already started school, it's probably coming up soon if you do go to school. And Macy's has got you covered, okay? Macy's has so many cool brands like Levi's. They have Free People. They have Mango. They're so good. Um, You guys will, you know, we've talked about laying out the outfit on the first day of school before. 
If you do that, please take a photo and show us because that please. is so nostalgic, so fun. And you can get everything you need to go back to school at Macy's, specifically Macy's.com slash back to school. They got like uniforms. If you go to a school with, you know, specific uniforms, they have stuff for you. Levi's, like Chelsea said, they have bedding, accessories, food and snacks, tons of hair and skincare stuff, by the way, and makeup. If you're looking to get some of that new stuff, literally so many options on there and lots of great brands. And of course, no first aid school is complete without a backpack and new shoes. Macy's has the brands you love. They got Birkenstocks, Nikes. Or if you're heading into college, you know, get lots of dorm essentials. You get bedding, beauty blenders. Who doesn't need a new beauty blender? That's what I'd I do. Like to talk. That's what I'd like to talk about. Um, but they have so much stuff. You guys go to their website and check it out and you will not be disappointed. They got robes. They got pillows. They got towels. You could also get a Fitbit. If you're interested, if you're trying to track some stuff, you know, make good use of the campus gym. So head to Macy's.com slash back to school and check out the large selection of really anything you could want for all of your school needs. That's Macy's.com slash back to school. Love, love, love you girls. Like honestly, my two favorite people in the world, even though I don't know you, LOL. But anyway, lately I've been feeling like every day is the same and I'm just stuck in a loop and that I don't really have anything to look forward to. What's your advice for making the most out of my days and helping me to feel like not every day is the same? I hope that makes sense. I love you girlies so much. XO from Canada. Hmm. I mean, plan stuff to look forward to, number one. Mm -hmm. Not that you always need something to look forward to, but I feel like if you have plans it just is exciting whether that's something as simple as like I'm gonna go on a drive tomorrow you know with yourself or like I'm gonna go through the Starbucks drive-thru and get a new drink or I'm gonna go here with my friends like that's a way to look forward to little things in life as far as you've talked about how you feel like your life was in a loop yeah how did you cope with that did I I'm trying to remember when I said that or why I said that you're just saying that your routine with like being a new mom, you're like, I do the same thing every single day. Oh, and I feel yeah, like yeah. my life is like a never ending loop. Yes. Or do you still feel like that? I don't, I don't feel like that anymore, but I'm trying to remember when it was. I have no thoughts. I have no brain or memory apparently. Cause I'm like, my life feels the opposite of that now. It feels like it's a little too, a little too mixed up. But I think when your life starts to feel like monotonous mm -hmm. maybe it's just like lack of growth maybe instead of like maybe that's your soul's way of craving growth and like change yeah and yeah. maybe challenge too I always like to mix up my life with a little challenge you know whether it's like okay I'm gonna do something that I think is hard that scares me a little bit and usually that's what I afterwards I feel really confident I have new ideas I feel refreshed so maybe do like a little challenge or something like that. Yeah, I feel like just switching it up in any way. I would I would suggest reading also. I don't know if you're a reader, but I feel like you can always find new material to read and like you can learn so much. And so that helps me to feel like I'm, I guess if my day has been kind of, you know, I've been like working from home all day. I haven't really done much. And then I read for like 15 minutes. I'm like kind of get this little refresh of like, oh, I learned about something or I read a fiction book and I just kind of got into it for a little bit. And it's a good way to kind of get out of your head. But even just trying anything new, like going to a new restaurant or again, like taking a different way home, going on a walk you don't normally go on. Like I just feel like yeah, I as a person just crave change constantly. What I've realized is I like to have routines, but I get bored of them quickly. Mm -hmm. Like I'll have a, a rigid routine for a week and I'm like, eh, I'm bored now. Same. Like I kind of want to switch it up. I was going to say, I feel like people always want the opposite. Like I was just saying, I feel like a lot of stay-at-home moms that don't work, they're like, oh, I just want something for me. And then a lot of like working moms are like, oh, I just want to be home. Like I just, you always want what you don't have. For sure. And I, I feel the same way with routines. Like if I'm just living in a monot monotonous cycle, I'm like, please get me some change. Like let's yes. mix things up. And then if things are too chaotic, I'm like, okay, I got to have a structure. Literally give me like a really minute by minute itinerary to follow every single day. Because I've been wanting to do like walks in the morning and stuff even that's getting too monotonous. So I'm like, I don't want to wake up every morning at 7 a.m. like go on the same walk. I'm mm -hmm. like, I literally need to go on a different walk every day yeah. or else I'm bored. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you can have the same time of something you do, but you do it differently. Yeah. 
I like you that. Know? Maybe mix up your lunch. Maybe mix up the meals you make. Mm-hmm. Start smart. Don't, don't self-sabotage though and do something crazy. Don't try and switch up your entire life. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, like I'm quitting my job. Yeah. I feel like what you said is really true. Sometimes when you're just like doing the same thing over and over, you do need some change and some growth in your life. So that's why I was recommending reading too, mm-hmm. because I just feel like you learn something new and you grow from that. And then it switches up, switches things up, you know? I know. I always feel that way about working out too is something I've realized. Like I, in the back of my mind, think I want to find my thing. And we've talked about this, like my thing that I go and I do all the time. And that's my thing for years and years and years. I'm like, but do I actually even want that? Like going to a certain class? Like I want to go to different classes all the time. I want to try new things. That's what I was just saying. I don't know if I was talking to you about this, but I was like, I want to maybe go to workout classes like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But I had the same thought where I'm like, I cannot go to the same one. I, I, it's not, I can't go to the same one three times. Yeah, I literally no. have to do a different one each time or yes. else I get like, but that's so bored. Maybe that's the balance. Cause I've been saying the same thing. I'm like Wednesdays and Fridays right now, I'm going to go to a workout class. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to soul cycle on Wednesdays and Fridays. But same thing. I was like, well, I don't want like right now. That's what I like to do. But maybe in three weeks I'll be like, eh, I don't want to go to soul cycle on Wednesdays. Like maybe right. I'll go to Pilates or maybe I'll go right on a run or something like that. Yeah. It's okay. I, I You got to embrace, you know, all the parts of you. Okay. I think one of my friends wants my boyfriend. Do I confront her about her flirtiness or just let it slide? For context, we're all in a friend group of seven and we've been super close since grade 10, now entering our 20s. I don't want to mess up the group dynamic by saying something, but it's so annoying. Anyways, love you ladies, especially been relating and loving the recent episode. Oh, amazing episodes plural that is freaking annoying that's <laughs> so annoying and i need to know like more details like what is happening like what's the flirty is she someone that you're like she's just kind of a flirty person and maybe you're you know there's there's two things it could be you're being you know you're maybe a little insecure insecure about the relationship and you're being a little sensitive to anything or she's being freaking annoying mm-hmm. like or she's being a hoe so <laughs> i need to know more i need I to know do what need she's to doing know more I would say trust your gut. If you think it's grounds to talk to her, if you're like, no, 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 she is doing shocking things, like, then yes. I feel like you could be, I don't know, just bring it up in a, you know, it'd be better. You know, it'd be better, I think, Hmm. is if she's doing something flirty and you bring it up with your boyfriend before, like, I feel like so and so flirts with you sometimes. Like, it makes me uncomfortable. Like, if she does something, can you like really shut her down and like kind of make it, almost make her uncomfortable in a way where it's like, okay, enough. Please don't. Right. You know, if she's like grabbing his arm or something and he's like, oh, please don't touch me or something. <gasps> That's awkward. Then, but then at least she would get the point and get it would be hint. him saying something, you know, because is he like playing into it? Right. Or is right. he like so stone cold and you're like, why is she still trying? Put the responsibility on him. Yeah, I like exactly. It. Manipulate give, him. Give, gaslight him. <laughs> give men the responsibility. Have you been watching Love Island at all? Love Island UK? I've watched a couple episodes and Abby keeps telling me to watch it too to finish it. I haven't it. watched it at all, but I'm getting the urge. I, my toxic trait, I get so overwhelmed with the amount of content that I want to consume, but that I just don't, I can't, I don't have time. I also like don't want to in a way because yeah. I'm like, I could be doing better things, but I'll just like think of all the different podcasts that I've like seen people post about like, oh, I loved this podcast about this. And I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. I screenshot it. I just have so many of those books, so many screenshots of content on my phone that I'm like, oh, I need to go back and watch that. I need to go back and read that. And then just like movies and so many shows and stuff. And then I get so overwhelmed and I'm like, I know I don't need to do any of it, but like, I do want to watch Love Island because I watched the US one last season or whatever and I loved it. And everyone's like, oh, the UK version is so much better. Mm-hmm. So I really do want to watch it, but it's so time consuming. There's a million episodes. Yeah, I know there are. I feel like they, well, maybe you can, maybe you can't, but I was going to say sometimes Love Island for me, at least past Don't seasons. Don't say I can watch it on the screen all day because I cannot. On the screen all day? Or sorry, on the TV all day. Just put it on and just do my stuff. Well, I was going to say if you're cleaning or something and you're not like sitting down watching it, why you don't like that? No, absolutely not. Why? I don't, that really stresses me out. I don't get how people do that. You do that. Tyson does that. I don't, it's not, it doesn't stress me out for you, but I could never do it. Why? I have to be Because then you'll miss it. You'll miss it? You you cannot do that. Like Tyson would say stuff about Desperate Housewives. He's like, just put it on in the background. I'm like, 
Okay, specifically with Desperate Housewives, you cannot miss one second. They will yeah. show something silently that's like a huge key to like yeah. the next episode or something. You have to watch every minute. Like, I feel like with Love Island, I would be cleaning and then I'd go in the kitchen to do something. I'd come back and like something major would have happened that I'm like, wait, what? And I have to rewind. It's just like not the vibe. Oh. I need to be sitting mm. down with like a You're snack right. or a Olipop or a poppy. Like it needs to be a situation. Yeah. Love Island though is so long. Like I feel like you'll, you'll get it. Even if you miss something, I don't, they're like going to talk though. about it for like the next two episodes. Like if someone kissed, they're going to mention it a million times. So you're going to get the picture. I have anxiety just <laughs> you saying that. Like I need to sit it's down so and know funny every detail. Because I actually feel like I pay better attention. It's like I'm the like person who needs to like doodle while I'm listening to like make sure I listen better almost. Well, it's very strange. Way. I don't know I've, why. I'll try sometimes like to do something else like pin on Pinterest or something. I'll be like, oh, I want to pin stuff for an upcoming shoot and I'll do that while I watch whatever. Yeah. Depends on the show. If it is kind of just like a show I don't care about at all. Yeah. That's fine. But if it's something I care about, I legitimately cannot do two things at once. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm either zoned into this or I'm zoned into that. And Leif, that he hates when I do that. Because I'll be like, wait, what happened? He's like, just put the laptop away. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm dead. We're, oh. watching, we're watching Only Murders in the Building season two. <gasps> it's so good. Have you been watching that? Yes. Yeah. But I hate how it comes out weekly now. I know. I do hate I that. I really can't I actually that. just started watching this new show on Apple TV. It's called Loot. I love Apple TV shows. Really? The filming is always so good. There's something about them that I just love. But it's called Loot. And… It's like kind of about, I mean, it doesn't say this, but you know how Jeff, Pez- Jeff Bezos and his original, like his first wife got divorced and then she, like she got half of his money. So she was like third wealthiest person in the world. Oh my gosh. I don't know about that really actually. It's it's not directly about that, but it's like same premise. Like she's married to like this tech billionaire and mm-hmm. then she, they get divorced. She's like all of a sudden super rich and she's like. Wow. Goals. Yeah. It's, it's really funny. It's Maya. I think her name's Maya Rudolph. I might be wrong. But anyways, continuing. We did get, oh yeah, we told her to manipulate her boyfriend. Okay. Okay. Your turn. I dated a missionary that left on his mission last year. And eight months later, I got married to a guy I had just met. He will be coming home in May, 2023. And I'm so scared because I think I'm still in love with him. (gasps) And I would totally- Oh, this is the tea we want. This is the tea we want. And I would totally leave my marriage to be with him again. Oh, okay. That's not the tea we want. What do I do and what do I not do? Sis. Why did you get married to this man you just met, honey? Oh no. I've heard I've heard of this a couple times with the missionary thing. They get married while they're gone. They don't get any closure. They come back. Okay, first things first. Like I said, this is the theme of the episode. The grass is always greener. Maybe we'll title it that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes because you can't have them when they're back, it makes you you be like, well, what if? And sometimes it's just like, well, it's really like. Really think about it, you know? Yeah. Do you actually just not love your hu- your new husband? Or is it like now all of a sudden it's, there was no problems and now like, oh, yes. what if? But I don't know. There, There's always going to be problems with everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone that you date or marry. It's like everyone has their baggage. You have your baggage. But what's scaring me is you're like, I would totally leave my marriage to be with him again. Like yes. that is terrifying That is me. terrifying me. And I feel like maybe… Mm, I don't want to be too harsh. Get divorced? Well, I was going to say, I feel like maybe you don't understand like the commitment of marriage when you got married. yes. I mean, I agree. And that's why I am literally so passionate about it's so the irony is too strong because we got married when we were freaking 21. Yeah. But I just would never advise anyone to do that. It's it. I've said this a million times, like it works out for certain people and in mine and Leif's case, for example, I feel like we've grown together in the best way possible where it's just been like very lucky. Yeah. But a lot of people that I know that got married also when they're like 20 or 19 or 21, like it can be kind of a crapshoot. You yeah. don't know this person that well. Like, yes, especially in this LDS cu- culture where you just, you literally said I got married to a guy I had just met. Like it, that's not always the best time, no. time and place to get married. Like my dad always says, you should be at your like highest level of self-confidence when you get married, which I think is really good advice. Like, because then you do not settle for less than you deserve. You are looking for someone who you, you are at a point of like maturity and self-esteem where you're looking for someone who matches that. When you're so young, you don't always have that yet. And you don't have like perspective. It's like, 
I don't know. I just, if, if some, if one girl out there listens to our podcast and decides not to marry her freaking 19 year old boyfriend, like yeah. I will be grateful. Like, I just feel like sometimes marriage is so thrown around. Like you said, people don't understand the commitment that yeah, it is. I was going to say the main thing is the commit, like the willingness to commit. Cause that is what marriage is. Like being willing to commit to the other person and like choosing that person. Yes. Because like you said, everyone's going to have things. Everyone has problems. Uh, like you have problems. They have problems. And you have to pick those problems. And then you have to like, when you get married, you're like, I'm literally committing. Like you in the whatever, the vows or whatever, they're like sickness and health, all right. these different things that you're committing to. And people don't take that seriously. Right. It's like so, one problem and they're like, eh. Exactly. Not saying that's what she's doing, but also I want you to say, I want you to know if you are a young girl and you're married, it's like, I'm not saying you're doomed. Like I said, obviously we got yes, married young exactly. and it's worked out great for us. I feel like I'm living my dream life. It's like, you totally can marry the right person, your high school sweetheart or whoever. And it can be just like a great match and you guys can grow and evolve together. I'm just saying it's not always the case. Like, I mean, statistically, when you get married later, you're more likely to stay together. That's yeah. just literally a fact. So it's, that's all I'm trying to say. Yes, exactly. As for advice, I Well, you need to terrified. talk to your husband. Honestly, it's going to be so uncomfortable, the conversation, and it's going to hurt his feelings. But you know what's going to hurt his feelings even more is like if you letting f- this fester up and having this like thing in your head of like wanting someone else. You don't need to go and be like, I love this other man, but be like, honestly, I'm having a really big issue. This is going to be like a really painful conversation, but my missionary is coming home and I'm having these thoughts like I am feeling like I want closure or honestly, I'm feeling like maybe I want to be with him instead, but I don't know because, you know, we rushed into this and have a discussion. Honesty is always the best policy. I need to know more information. Well, you have to be young if you're, if you dated a missionary, he left last year. You probably got married in your 20s. Yeah, you probably got married in your 20s. Well, keep us, you know, we I'm sorry. I I also want to be like, I'm sorry, because that really sucks. Like, that is not a fun situation to be in at all. Sorry, what were you going to say? We need to do an episode of having people, like, give us updates, but no one gives us updates. Yeah, I haven't been seeing any updates. Like, we need to know how good our advice is. Mm -hmm. People are like, you destroyed my life. They're like, you destroyed my marriage. I'm like, awesome. Moving on. Oh, your turn. Yes. I'm almost six months postpartum, really struggling to connect with my husband. I just feel overwhelmed with my mom role, keeping the house clean, my job as a teacher, etc. I feel like I'm losing myself and my relationship with my husband. What can I do to feel in love again with both my husband and myself? Okay, this is very real. And I feel like get off social media <laughs> immediately <laughs> because I think motherhood is fair. It's very like, oh, don't worry. We have fighter jets above us. <laughs> we choose to podcast at the Chelsea and I just. Yes. If you like, listen what about to, six? Yeah, we we just listen. If you listen to the last episode, we scheduled like a perfect time. We're like, okay, we're gonna do it. You know, once a week at this time to really be structured. Planes every five seconds. Yeah, we might have to switch it up. I know. Stay we tuned. Might have to, like, Stay tuned. Yeah. With motherhood specifically, I feel like it's touchy on social media. You're not. It's it's very rare to get people who are really real about like the motherhood journey because it's so private and personal. So even I, I don't open up about every little part of my motherhood journey because I don't want it out on the internet. I don't know. Also, like not everyone's version of real you will relate to anyway. Exactly. So it's like, even if someone was super quote unquote real, you could be like, no, that's not my experience. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why- it just like should stay on social media. Yes. And why you, yeah, why it's like, okay, I don't have to share. Maybe one person will be like, yeah, I feel the same way. But I was just going to say, like, I think social media can make certain parts of motherhood. Well, okay. I have lots of thoughts. <laughs> First of all, I think people hear like, okay, postpartum is hard. You know, these things are hard. But never means like it's bad. Hard does not equal bad. Hard actually often means good. Like it means, you know, beautiful and, you know, it's a journey and all this stuff. Can you guys hear that? Like, I need to know. Are we I need have to answers. close the window. I and then that we the will windows be open. It's so hot. hot. I'm already sweating. I love my home. <laughs> <laughs> I love living at the Marine base. No, I told, I was like, oh, not having AC is like fine. It's not that bad. <laughs> the past month has been rough. Yeah, Jul- enter, July so enters the chat. Hot. Yeah, July has entered the chat. <laughs> Sweltering. Yeah, we have a little AC thing <laughs> in our- Dripping. You are? Why did you wear it? Well, I guess I always think that. I'm like, but I didn't know if we were going to record it. 
Oh, I forgot to freaking record it. <laughs> I didn't think about it till right now. As record I was thinking about as why I'm video. wearing this. Yeah. We, we've been wanting to set up my vlog camera and just get clips for TikTok or something. Stay tuned. Not sure, but. So I'm like, why? Well, I, I was going to wear like a tank top and shorts. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I'd oh. rather be a little covered up for the video. Just, you know. I didn't even think about that. So anyways. Anyway, sorry. Back to the motherhood. Yeah. Should we close the window and just um, sacrifice? It's fine. Okay. It's going to be fine. I think that. There shouldn't be there. They're not anymore. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, like I was saying, hard does not equal bad. So, so first of all, I want to say literally so many brownie points to you for you having a full-time job as a teacher and being a mom and having to keep the house clean. I'm sure your husband is going to work as well, like during the day. And that is a freaking ton of work. Mm-hmm. And it's like a work you can't take freaking days off of. It's like you, no matter how you feel, you got to keep, you got to keep going. Yeah. But I think something like the best part of motherhood is of at least what I keep telling myself is you lose yourself to find yourself. Anytime you feel like you're losing yourself, it's because you're shedding something that you thought was your identity, but it's actually not. And it's hard, I think, to you mourn that. And it's something that you have to let go of and accept. But then you learn by losing that part, quote unquote, that that's not who you actually even were. You know, this that's not what defines you. And I think like, the same goes for your relationship. Like um, Nick and I's relationship throughout like pregnancy was like the best. It's literally like the peak of our relationship. I was like, this is literally, I'm so glad this is when we got pregnant because our, you know, our relationship is so good right now. And it's just like, we've learned so much about each other. It's just uphill from here, but nothing is ever just like uphill for the rest of your life most mm-hmm. of the time. And I think we... After Case was born, it's like you're no longer – when I was pregnant, we could spend all day together. We could do whatever we wanted. You know, we had all the time to go on date nights, spend time with each other, put effort into each other. And when you have a kid, and especially if you guys both have jobs, it's so hard. Like you – it's so so hard to put the effort in. Incredibly intentional, like to a degree that seems impossible sometimes, And to be intentional, it's like once a week or – if that, like once a month to like really plan something. And then heaven forbid you get in a fight on the way there or something like that. It's just like, Please. are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, the pressure to like, okay, this is our one date night. Yes. Um, so I would say just remember it's a season, you know, it's not going to last forever. Like when me and Nick are fighting, we're just like, okay. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, okay, we have to hold hands. Like, just give me your hand for a second. This is a season. We're both exhausted. We're both trying our best. This is new. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we're working on it. And then when we give each other a little bit of grace, it's like it mends things and we we actually communicate. So I feel like you just have to be patient with yourself. And I had this moment, I have to say, sometimes I'm like when I share, like open up about like being sad or insecure and then I'm happy. I'm like, can you guys forget that I said I was sad? Like I'm happy now. Yeah. (laughs) But that's life, you know, ups and downs. But I had this moment where I was like, feeling just, I don't know what happened, but I was feeling so sad and feeling so like hard on myself where I was just feeling like hard on myself for opening up and like feeling embarrassed that I even felt like bad in a way or like felt That you opened shamed. up on the podcast? Yes. Yeah, just like about postpartum struggles or sometimes, cause sometimes I just feel like I should have it all together. And I feel like, oh, I just wish that I was like perfect at all of this pretty much. And I was like, oh, I just feel like I'm not doing good enough here. I feel like I'm getting C's in all of my areas. Like I'm getting like a grade C and I'm not getting any A's pretty much is how Mm -hmm. I was feeling. And then I was like laying in bed and I was feeling like so sorry for myself. And then I had this like thought of me in five years coming, like as I am in five years, you know, coming to me and giving me like a hug as I am today and just being like, don't worry about it. Like, you're going to be fine. You're going to like look back and be like, okay, I was being silly. Like I have many times before. And as I like just pictured that, I was like, okay, I can do this. I got this. And like we just said, you're only going to be this age once. Just take it as it is. So focus on the good. I don't know if that was any advice, but. No, I think that was great. How can I be my husband's number one fan and not his number one bully, LOL? I come from a family who has a rude sense of humor and doesn't show their love from words of affirmation. His family is the complete opposite. What are some things I can do to change my mindset and practice being his biggest fan? I'm screaming. (laughs) Literally, here's the thing. I think you got to be the fan and the bully. I think that both are necessary sometimes. (laughs) I think I am Leif's I don't know if I'm his number one bully, but I think I am. I think I'm both. Who else is bullying Exactly. Him? <laughs> it's like, it, it depends on 
Oh, oh, I guess you said his family is the complete opposite. So they are like not, they don't have the same sense of humor. I think you got to read the room sometimes. And like, sometimes I'll be like, I'll say things. I'm trying to think of an example because actually yesterday I, I remember having this feeling where I was like, that was a little much like that I said to Leif. I said something like, oh, I was kind of annoyed at him. Oh, freak, what did I say? But you were with his family or it was just no, no, you no, guys? No, no, it was just us. But he said something. Oh, you're his bully in private. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes. Wait, she wasn't saying that she's a bully in front of his family. Oh. oh, oh. She's just saying like her family, she comes from a family of Oh, of yeah, yeah, I got you. So he doesn't get it. Yeah, so maybe oh, he's okay. less whatever. I got you. The thing is, Leif, I feel like, we both, he comes from a family of like yeah. sarcasm. So he oh, yeah. definitely doesn't care as much. So I guess that's where it's not similar. But I said something about how I was like, he asked me if he could go somewhere. He's like, do you care? And I was like, no. I was like, I don't care about you. So I don't care if you go there. So like, I said something like that. And we had already been kind of arguing before that. And I was like, I was like, that was a little much. Like I immediately like grabbed his hand. I was like, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Like I've done that before. I'm like, that was too far. I'm like, that was too soon after the yeah. argument. Like it would have been funny if we were in like, yeah. Exact harmony. Mm -hmm. But so I think sometimes you have to read the room and just be like, you know, I got to hype him up today. Yeah. But that being said, I feel like obviously if you guys got married, he gets your sense of humor, I'm assuming. Yeah. Right. And he knows that you're not really being too much of a bully. Yeah. You just got to. So. You just got to read the situation. But I mean, you're definitely like that. Where like. Oh, one million you, percent. But do you feel like you're sweet to Nick? And like, or do you feel like you're constantly like. Hound again. <laughs> <laughs> am I constantly bully or fan? <laughs> no, I I think because I am his number one bully, I am like over over the top number one fan. Yeah. Like I will hype that man up like almost too much. Yeah. I'm like, okay, now your head is too big. Yeah. But like he, you know, if he's walking by, who knows if I'm gonna say like your shoes are chuggy or like your haircut is literally slaying. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, you never know what you're gonna get. One hundred percent. But I was gonna say, I thought it was in front of people's like in front of his family. So I was gonna say, I will say my family is like that and, and Nick's family is like pretty nice. They're they're never really sarcastic. Your family is sarcastic. Yes, you're my saying. family yes. is drastically mean sarcastic. We're like low key. I have to like sometimes be like, you guys, that's actually hurtful. But I have said some things like in front of his family, like to him, where it's like he'll get it. But then when he's in front of his family, he almost like is like, oh, like, okay. Like he almost takes it worse. More personally. Yeah. In front of his family and like maybe just to make, you know, make me think about my actions sometimes. <laughs> have consequences to your actions. <laughs> yes. And after I say it, I'm like, that sounded so mean. Like if we were alone. Yeah. If I we would were say alone, he would say it back to me or yes. like, you know. And then we would kiss. It's our way of flirting. But, you know, I don't know. It's hard. I feel like he must know to change my mindset and practice being his biggest fan. I'm screaming. I also think sometimes it's like you're, you're, you got to heal your inner child that wants to bully your crush on the playground, you know? Mm -hmm. Just it think if you, back. if you want to tease him to like show him your love, just take a moment to think before you speak. I know that's hard for me sometimes, but like just think, okay, I'm about to say something. Have I teased him too much? I have to mm -hmm. go with my little sister. I honestly tease her so much. And sometimes I'm like, that was too far. Or like, I'm being too bossy now. Like, mm -hmm. at, we're at the grocery store. I'm literally like bossing her around like nobody's business. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I asked you to grab me something that I could so easily reach over and grab. Yeah. You just got to check yourself. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Last one. Okay. Help, help, help. My husband is convinced that brushing his teeth in the morning is unnecessary because it was the last thing he did before bed. In the morning? Nothing Please. is more terrifying and icky to me than this one fatal flaw of his. Everything else about him is truly perfect. So why did it have to be the teeth? I've tried to explain how gross this is, but he doesn't get it. Is there a documentary that will horrify <laughs> him into brushing twice a day? I'm not the controlling type, but I have my limits when that mouth touches my mouth. Besties, save me. Well, Here's have you said thing, something like, sis, how does he not, my mouth in the morning is caterpillar fur. Like, yes, caterpillar. How are you not, how is he not grossed out by his own mouth? I mean, honestly, the logic a little bit makes a little bit of sense. It is <laughs> honestly, the last thing you did. Honestly, facts. <laughs> no, but, oh, if he's a mouth breather, that man's got to brush his <laughs> yeah. teeth. Because let me tell you, that breath ain't right. <laughs> That man better be brushing his teeth and scraping flossing. his tongue and floss and using a water pick. 
Why does he need, why do men need to Well, does like, his breath stink? Because like if my breath stinks or if Nick's breath stinks, we're just like, hey, your breath stinks. Can you brush your teeth or like get gum? And it's like <laughs> for the benefit of everybody. 100%. Why wouldn't you? It's like the same thing of like girls when they fake, sorry, we're getting real sexual right now. But like when girls fake orgasms, it's like, why? Get yours, you know? Yeah. Get your bag. Yeah. Get, get that bag, honey. Yeah. Don't. Do not. What are we doing? That don't don't be like. Oh, kiss you anyways. Though your breath breath stinks. Oh, immediately. Tell him, especially not your husband. You got to be able to say something. But I wonder. And you can say it kindly. I'm always like very kind about it. And so is Nick. Nick's like, okay, like. (laughs) I will say I am so offended if Leaf ever is like. "Hmm." I'm like, (gasps) you're sick. You're rude. (laughs) You're sick. Oh, but I. But it's better to know than if you were making out with him and he's like the whole time just disgusted with you. Totally. No, it's, it's much necessary. better to know. Honestly, you oh, gotta don't, say don't tell me he drinks coffee right when he wakes up. Sick. That is sick. I will say though, you should eat breakfast and then brush your teeth. Yeah. That's so usually what I do. Maybe does he brush his teeth after he eats breakfast or he's just like once a day? It sounds like once a day. I don't have any documentaries, but like maybe go to the dentist and like tell like pay the dentist under the table to like scare the shiz out of him. The, like, dude, the thing you've got gingivitis. <laughs> The thing is, don't you feel a difference? Like, I I don't, I don't think I could go anywhere without brushing my teeth because of the feeling. Yes. It's not even about like, oh, I if think anything, my breast stings. It's I just like the feeling. If anything, like, since Case sleeps in our room, sometimes he sleep, falls asleep before us and like, I do not want that boy to wake up. So I will like be like, okay, well, I can't do my night routine and I'll have to like, just rinse out my mouth with mouthwash Chelsea, in our at this bedroom. point, why don't you just have your stuff? Well, this I has do. been a common thing for the past seven months. I know, I do, but then I'll bring it into my room when I'm getting ready or like in the mornings, I'll like go to, into oh, my room gotcha. to do it, to like spit it. So then I'll I'll forget that I left it in there. Oh, gotcha. So I don't just keep it in there because I hate like having my stuff in the guest bathroom. I don't know. I just hate it having it in there. Anyways, so at night, sometimes I'll be like, oh crap, my, my you know, toothbrushes in there or something like that. So I was going to say, like, if anything, at night, it's less like I'm like, okay, at least I'll go to bed and I can do it right when I wake up. But in the morning is when I'm like, I have to brush my teeth. Like yeah. one million it's percent. It's a non-negotiable. I have to do something. But it is a non-negotiable. Well, thank you guys so much for writing in your advice. Hope we gave you some good advice. Hope you have an amazing, fun, safe, great weekend. Make sure to follow our Instagram. It's at what we said podcast. You guys can be involved in the upcoming episodes, submit your stories to us through little links, see some fun photos and content, you know, all the good stuff. Also, we have merch, summer merch collection. It's so slaying, cute. if I do say so myself. And we got some fun stuff coming up real soon. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling extra generous, go ahead and leave us a rating or review on the Apple Podcast app or on the Spotify app. It's super easy and super simple and very greatly appreciated. We love you guys so much. And that's, that's what, what we, we said. said. Bye.